Podcast. Oh. Me, Will, me, Travis, co-host podcast, have adult conversation about animations of, of yesterday. <laughs> you made a Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're playing caveman, yeah. like we're doing over here on the Days Past Tunecast, words like the and of are off limits. Can't do them. They were not invented yet, apparently. Every other word was, <laughs> according to the cartoon we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. We're still visiting, revisiting old uh, old flames. We're calling all the old ex-girlfriend cartoons in, uh-huh. our, in our phone <laughs> just to have a chat with them and see how they're doing. Yep. It's been a Drunk long night. Them. It's been a long night. We're just calling them up. Yeah. See if they want to hang out. Yeah, see if they want to tunes and chill, you know? Yeah. And we, uh, you know, Travis and I are coming hot off of um, a great event that we had earlier today. Oh, a joyous event. We basically were getting to be 13-year-old boys again, uh, it, which this show is an extension of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did we go do, Travis? Went to go paintball, buddy. Nothing better than aiming uh, not real guns at your friends and pulling a trigger. <laughs> Just gets a lot of things out there. Yeah. Um, but I felt- st- Stirs up a lot of emotions. Yes. Stirs up a lot of- it does, something. and I'm so sweaty. I'm still so sweaty and so dirty from that. I'm all covered in grime, mm-hmm. and I do feel about as close to a caveman as I could get at this moment. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. I'm mm-hmm. tired. I've been yeah. in the sun, and it's probably appropriate then that we're returning to this particular cartoon today, the last time we talked about it. We were also very tired. Yes. And there are cavemen in this cartoon. <laughs> the cartoon that we're revisiting today mm-hmm. is... Dino Riders. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, your reaction was almost like I made that decision. Like, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. You're going to do Dino Riders. <laughs> so, Travis, when we covered Dino Riders last, yeah. which yeah. was a while ago, it was, it was. I believe, it was I, a minute. Yeah. It was our sixth episode. Wow. We're quite a ways from there, aren't we? Yeah. It seems like it should have been longer ago. <laughs> uh, we pretty much said we would never return to this show. <laughs> Except there, there, there's been some sidebar conversation about well, it we, a little bit. We said on air that we would come. I, I believe we agreed that the only one we would do mm-hmm. is this particular episode. Right. Which is the final episode of the 13 episodes made of the series, which is entitled Dino Riders Ice Age Adventure. It also was titled in some situations Dino Riders in the Ice Age. Mm. So, yeah, not much of a difference there. Um, and, and watch it. We did. Yeah, and I believe you and I were about to have a conversation off air that we should probably have now. Yeah, definitely. Hey, you know this this show premiered um, New Year's Eve '88. As I understand, it was a VHS release. Oh, really? A 1990 VHS release. No, I'm sure it was on TV at some point. Oh, okay. But I I just read it as a VHS release because the first two episodes were the same way. Then it was on TV, and this was just in anticipation of their Ice Age line of toys. Oh, as before, gotcha. all of this is just in service of toys. To serve the toy masters. 
yeah, this is another cash grab on their part. Just they've got a new toy line coming out. So we're going to cram this thing. Let's put out another episode of that shitty show because this is the worst cartoon we've watched so far. Yeah, this is actually worse. I I mean, man, the first Dino Riders was was at the time easily the worst. This might be worse than the first Dino Riders episode. It is just chock full of boring shit. There's barely any dino writing in it, frankly, right. which is like the whole appeal of it in the first place. Yeah. For those that don't know, the dino writers, it's complicated. There's time travel. There's aliens. There's prehistoric Earth, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Valorians, which are human-looking aliens in the future who are running from Rulons, animal-looking bad guy aliens in the future. And they use something called the step which is an acronym whose uh, meaning escapes me at this moment. Space time, something or other. It malfunctions. Space time energy projector. Thank you, sir. No with problem. the scripture. Yes. And so they use that. They travel accidentally through time. The Rulons are taken with them all the way back to prehistoric Earth, where for some reason all of the aliens know all of the names of all of the dinosaurs on this other planet <laughs> in the history. And so they're stuck there. And what they do is both sides use some way of, um, let's say, persuading, quote unquote, the dinosaurs into doing what they want, which is to work as mounts to carry their weaponry mm-hmm. and have yeah. war with each other. That's the show. The Will's Paragraph. I haven't mm, seen that. I haven't yeah, I know. I barely want to say it about it. Like, I feel like <laughs> the name really describes it alone, but for, for the purpose of our, our conversation, just yeah. wanted to get that out there. Man, this thing is a piece of shit. This thing is really bad. Like, it's boring. Again, they don't even give us the thing that's in the name of the show very much, Dino Riders. They don't explain what the acronym for STEP is in this particular yeah. episode. They all of a sudden we're dealing pretty much exclusively with characters that are either new the or commando, the commando has popped up. I'm not sure when they actually popped yeah, up. Yeah, because but... we skipped 11 episodes between the first one and this. <laughs> yeah. And we're not going back to the, oh, I say that now. I'm sure someday I might eat those words. But for the time being, let's say we're never coming back to this thing. Just, just promise me you'll you'll grab a clip from the show of us saying that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This. I'll play the first one too. Okay. I'll play the first one too. <laughs> no, I, it does make me wonder what has happened in the world of the Dino Riders between episode one and now, because as far as I can tell, nothing has happened. Like they're still fighting Rulons. Rulons are still losing. Yeah, Krulos is still trying to get Krulos, whatever they have. They're their head bad guy, Krulos, mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, are we still doing this? 13 episodes later, this is all we're doing. And I could probably say that out of any cartoon because they're all formulaic. But man, this one gives you nothing to distract you from the fact that it's a cash grab, that it's a toy advertisement. And they, they don't even disguise it. No, 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 no. The, the reaction some of these guys have, we'll get into in a minute, to the animals that they meet. It's just like, what a great new toy. I wish I had that on my shelf. Yeah, right. Okay, so we start with the Dino Riders at their fort or whatever it is, their little uh, village that they've built, Mm -hmm. and they have repaired the step. And that thing, they've been trying to repair it this whole time. That's exactly what Krulos and the Rulons want from them so that they can escape prehistoric Earth. So apparently this is the solution to their problems. This gets everybody off the planet. This is the end of the series once this is introduced. (laughs) But they kind of set it up like they might have more episodes at the end. They leave it open. I think they thought they were going to. God, they couldn't have believed that. They, I think they did. That's, I think they that really is did. very wishful thinking on their part, I would say. <laughs> like, they're, they're dreaming a dream when they, if that was the case. Uh, maybe someone sold them that. But, like, I mean, even, like, just the fact that you introduce the MacGuffin, like, the thing that they've been chasing yeah. this whole time <laughs> is now here in the beginning of the episode. So, at the end, they act like, 
well, so we're just going to keep stay here, basically, right. when that's their ticket off the damn planet. Right. Well, they kind of tease it like, um, you know, they're just going to they're just going to set it for 10 minutes in the future. And so I'm yes. not sure if they figured out the mechanics, which we'll get into a little bit. But well, and they, they got it right. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. So, yeah, they say just like in just like Back to the Future or any other like, you know, time travel thing out there. Yeah. Apparently, the first thing you do is you set it to 10 minutes in the future or whatever it is. And you send someone. I want to see all of the failed science fiction experiments where you send someone 10 minutes into the future and nobody ever comes back and you've realized you've just sent your friend or your dog or whatever to yeah. death or <laughs> to be lost in the space-time continuum somewhere in between dimensions or something. Right. Because that's going to happen all the time. Like, there's one place where they all end up, like at a laundromat, where yeah. they, like, keep all the clothes that get left behind. Yeah. There's a lot of guys, like we said, there's this group of commandos. They look like G.I. Joes. They look like they want to be G.I. Joes. Even one is, like, covered in camo, head to toe. Uh-huh. And so I, there's too many of them. I barely learned any of their names, so you guys. Well, just... I got I got two of them that I'd like I'd like to talk about. Okay, okay. Uh, let name them. So the two main ones that they kind of focus on in this cartoon is Astra and Glide. They they only put the words together like one time. At, you know, Astra Glide. I turned like a little teenager. I when didn't I even hear, think bro. of that. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, my my brain went to it immediately. But yeah, this is kind of funny. Yeah, that was, that I was, did not even. That, that, man, that, that was a peak for me. I was so close to falling asleep literally <laughs> every time I was. I watched this cartoon one and a half times. That's the most I can bring myself well, to watch it. I, Usually I watch these twice. I watch it one and three quarters. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we can admit yeah, this to each yeah, other. One and three quarters. I could barely make it through this thing. It was a slog. I was. Uh, I couldn't handle it. Astra, Glide is hurt. They seem to all have some kind of, you know, bit. Like Glide has. Here's the thing. Glide is a guy who has a metal hang glider that looks kind of like a metal pterodactyl mm-hmm. they have pterodactyls they don't need that technology what benefit is that he acts like that's all he knows how to do <laughs> get him one of these necklaces that lets them control the minds of dinosaurs and just use that you don't need that shit. right and there's a lot of accents floating around on this episode there's a mo- by the way this is a star-studded cast of oh, people yeah big time yeah um but as I'm like on the first episode, I noticed we had a southern accent. This time we've got a southern accent. We've got a major surfer accent that we're about to hear. It's just weird because I still don't understand. Are the Valorians future humans from a planet that we colonized and therefore that part of culture may have survived? <laughs> or does another unrelated set of human-looking aliens just happen to have <laughs> our accents that we have in current times? Yeah. That what, we're not always there. Yeah, what is the deal? What, yeah, I, don't under, I don't get it. It just seems, I don't know, it seems made up. Like the whole cartoon. The idea <laughs> that they're time traveling. So let's hear them getting this countdown going because uh, I believe we're going to hear... I'm not sure who does the countdown. Is it Astro? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's a it's a surfer sounding fella. Okay. Just want you here, but um, he is not very good at counting down. Ten seconds to stop activation. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Where did he go? Ten seconds into the future. <laughs> My suspicions are confirmed. The Dino Riders have reactivated the step. <laughs> Attack! I just wanted a reminder of what Krulos sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he has suspicions that they've gotten the step working. They're the only two groups of people on the planet at this point. They're basically like they're a weird version of like feuding neighbors, like like the the Hatfields and the McCoys or right, something. Yeah, yeah. Like they're the they're basically just neighbors that can't get along. 
yeah, they're getting the step work and that's all they're trying to do. And you have suspicion. You're like, what were you? It just sounds like he's making it sound like he did a smart thing by suspecting that they had. He could suspect trying to sell more toys. We could have suspected that every day and probably been almost right. Like, yeah, you're. I don't know. It just seems they're just trying to fill time with words, basically. Um, Krulo sees from far away that they've got the step working and we get to see them. Okay, by the way, that countdown, five, four, three, two. Like he just suddenly speeds it up. That's going to, I mean, I guess he's only counting down for himself at the end of the day. But that's the, the point of a countdown for those that don't know, is to rhythmically stay on beat so that they know when the end of it's coming. You don't just randomly speed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when the step, this it's just basically this big machine that the guy's sitting at. When it disappears, it truly just disappears. Like it's one frame, it's there. Next frame, tiny bit of electricity effects, then it's gone. <laughs> they spent. I don't. I mean, it doesn't really cost a lot to illustrate it disappearing in a more fantastical fashion but apparently even that amount of money they weren't willing to spend on it so it pretty much just snaps like i used to uh make movies with my action figures when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and the first thing i learned is that oh if you stop recording and you don't move the camera and you take the thing out of the screen and start recording again it looks like it just snapped out of existence it teleported that basically looks like what they did here they just the thing just disappears with no fanfare whatsoever it yeah. blinks out of existence like, like what's like, the cheapest way we can we can get this totally made? it's like on bewitched like if she goes like winkles winkles <laughs> crinkles her nose and something <laughs> just goes bing you snap your fingers it's gone so that's what they do but he does come back and hey great it's working so Immediately, you should just get out of there. Just use it. Like, what else are you waiting for? The thing works. You've been stuck here for 13 episodes. Get the hell off the planet. <laughs> just come on. Get out of here. But, I, of course, Krulos is waiting with all of his rulons, and they charge. And it's just, like, the first of... I, I left on the little bit where you can hear all the lasers being fired, because anytime there's a fight on this show, which is about half of the show there's it's just a cacophony of laser sounds laser central bro harsh lasers and a bunch of synthesizers just blast in your ears and it's like a big fat laser synth sandwich that you're you're in the middle of and it it's just it's very funny because th- they're not entertaining battles they're not fast paced like if you had if you had horse battles on the screen that would probably be about as entertaining as what this is <laughs> horse battles horse battles that's what they call them right oh, yeah sure In the middle of all of this, the commandos decide that the only solution to the problem, they fought Krulos at this point at least 11 times. That's how many episodes we've heard, 12 times. Yeah. So I don't know how this is any different from the other ones, but they decide that their only solution, things are so dire, is to use the step to time travel to get an advantage. Makes sense to me. Okay. I mean, I guess if that's... Logical. I mean, it's maybe not your only option, but it's not a terrible option. That's you got it. So use it. You got it. Flaunt it. Ooh, and if you got a time machine, you better flaunt that. Wear a dress that shows off your time machine for sure. <laughs> and so they decide not to time travel into the past to warn themselves in the past that Krulos and crew are coming. Mm-hmm. They travel two hour or they try to travel two hours into the future to buy time to think about what to do. That. That doesn't track with me at all. That I would not have thought of that. I never think, you know, like in movies, you never time travel forward because of a problem in the present. 
you time travel backwards to fix the problem or at least warn people about it. Yeah, it like 12 sense. Monkeys or Cable and Deadpool or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's always a matter of you go back to fix it. So the fact that they go forward is a machination on the writer's part purely to get them into the Ice Age, mm-hmm. which is not two hours in the future, but we'll find out about 65 million years in the future. Just a few. But the surfer bro that's in charge of the step, apparently, I don't know, he gets shot or something. He he just flops over on front of the and on the machine and knocks something wrong. So they end up not where they intended to go. So these commandos, who are all characters that, again, Travis and I haven't watched the rest of the series, but whether we have or not, they weren't there in the first episode. So they're not the main characters. Questar and these other characters are. Yep. These guys are 90% of this show, and they appear in the barren icy wastelands of the Ice Age 65 million years mm-hmm, in the future. Mm-hmm. And they are they think it's wonderful, actually, to look at, at yeah, least. Yeah, I think it's um, beautiful. They pretty quickly realize that's not where they need to be, though. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievably cold. Yes, but the solar insulation in our suits should adjust any moment. What happened? I fell against the control board. I must have thrown off the time setting. Where are we? Well, we're in exactly the same spot we left. But, uh, let's see. About... What? 65 million years in the future! 65 million?! Yeah, <laughs> give or take a hundred thousand. <laughs> he is so lackadaisical about that, <laughs> like very casual about. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, maybe just he's that. If you're a surfer, well, you don't care. He also puts his shades on. That's to, right. To add to the sarcasm for this part, he has his shades on so much. Yeah, I, where they look, they have to be from Earth originally. Yeah. This is why again they they were such a long walk to get to this concept, which is a pretty simple one. People on dinos with missiles and lasers. Easy. You can yeah. get there without all the time travel and the at least the alien aspect. Uh, I'm not even going to go into it. It wouldn't push the new line of toys, Will. Sure it would. Just write a different concept. <laughs> you don't have to have them be aliens to sell the toys. <laughs> People just want dinos with weapons on them. They didn't do that is the sad thing. They yeah. made a mistake and mm-hmm. they paid for it. <laughs> dearly. Yeah, They're dearly. still paying to this day. <laughs> They're all in prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Chameleon is the name of the character who points out uh, with just a bold-faced exposition moment about their suits. You love love that, don't you? You love a good story dump. I live for the uh, very natural way that people tell each other, remind each other of things that they already know about their own clothes, for instance. Like if I was like, well, Travis, I know we're about to go outside and it's cold, but you know how your coat holds in the heat from your own body. Remember that? I could have forgotten that. For those that don't know that, very unnatural. But he, that guy is, the only way for me to rectify that in my head is that he is, as we'll find out later, the brain of the group. He knows everything. Um, and they, so it's kind of in his character to talk about that stuff, but it's just so bold faced. The thing is, it doesn't stand out even that much because every line that they're saying is so stiff and dumb and there's just no attitude, really. No, it, it's... Uh, Couldn't be more shallow. Mm. So it doesn't stand out that bad. But Chameleon is in camo, and he has what looks like a birthmark or an infection on his face that is just more camo. (laughs) But it's, like, on his face in splotches. Right. It's not like he just wore, like, full camo mask or something. Yeah, it looks a little little off-putting. It doesn't seem like it should be. It's like an accident, or he (laughs) forgot to finish it, or he... He had the full mask, and then he went to sleep or mm-hmm. by the pool, and yeah. then it melted off or right. something. Or, or he's eating some food or something. 
They're in the same spot that they just left behind just far in the future. Even if they had just fast forwarded two hours, well, if the assumption is that they were going to lose that battle, then if they had arrived two hours in the future in the same spot, they would just be arriving to Rulant's, who had won, and the bodies of their dead friends. Yeah. Which that wouldn't be a smart thing. So it's, it's a good thing they went that far into the future, but I thought it'd be funny if they also just found like the fossilized remains oh. of their <laughs> friends right there. Like you know, had been lost in battle. Because yeah. again, their friends are long dead at this point and 65 million years in the future. Just a fossilized quest star right there. Yeah, just right there frozen. But it, it's, yeah, like frozen like the, the caveman that they found. What's yeah. oh, Lucy or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it just, or Encino Man for that matter. Mm. Mm. And they come across their first, uh, they did bring a dinosaur with them, uh, just one, I believe, a triceratops looking thing. I don't know if it's actually a triceratops. I think it may just It have, looks like one. Yeah. It has like two, but not tree, teratops. A two ceratops. It has two teratops. <laughs> two ceratops, please, from Sarah's. They brought him along, or her, or whatever, along with them, but that's their only mount and their only dino. And they come across, or rather it comes across them, a saber-toothed tiger. Mm. One of the most popular Ice Age animals. Mammals. Uh, in the world. Yeah. Yeah, easily. One of the best known. It's going to kill them. Probably the dino could have handled the situation anyway. But immediately they use their necklaces, that their amp, that's what it's called, yep. mm-hmm. uh, to calm it. And they say telepathically to it, I'm your friend. For a predator that eats meat and hunts prey, just being told I'm your friend, even if it can understand that. <laughs> it's not going to fly. It's not going to stop it from wanting to eat right. you. So I am, again, putting forward, this is not like them, because one thing that they pointed out in like the original episode we watched is that the Rulons mind control these dinosaurs and animals and force them, enslave them to do this. But the Valorians... They are good. They they are in relationship with the dinosaurs. You know, they work in unison with them. But this is just slavery. This is just, if you tell a, a thing that's hungry, that's a predator, I'm your friend, and it just does what you say from then on, it's the same thing. You're just calling it something different. Yeah. They're okay. no better than the Rulons at all. <laughs> at all. They're evil too. They're as bad as the Rulons. I say we revisit this cartoon, you know, about nine, ten more times and we'll just maybe will it down. <laughs> Approximately 11 times. Yeah, 11 more times. So they get the saber-toothed tiger on their side and immediately appraise the saber-toothed tiger as being really good. <laughs> like, almost like they're appraising a toy that's in front of them. Like, this tiger is amazing. Right, yeah. And they ride him off into... The sunset. The sunset, the the uh, the waste, the barren wastes <laughs> of the Ice Age. And I just wanted to give you an example of the level of discourse, um, character interaction that you're getting on this show. This is the witty repartee that you get between your commandos of the Dino Riders. Well, if my parawing was working, I'd have the breeze in my face instead of blisters on my feet. Well, don't look at me. Find your own saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> no, you don't like <laughs> It doesn't pass for you? <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, right? There you go. They did the job. It's it's also flat, man. And it's it's just not how people talk to each other ever. Everything about it. I mean, I, I know a kid is not going to give a shit about that. But I believe that there is a reason. And this is one of them. Why people don't look back at Dino Riders with the same glint in their eye as Transformers or, or G.I. Joe or yeah. He-Man or anything like that. It's like you can't really point. I can't point to a Dino Rider and just be like, that's my Dino Rider. That's the one I identify with. 
You know, I just look at them I'm like, they're just a bunch of faceless schmucks, basically. <laughs> they all have some toy, bit. Toy whores. Yeah, yeah. They all just have some some shallow bit that separates them slightly from the next one. This guy has an accent. This guy has a hang glider or whatever, but no one cares at the end of the day. Mm, sharp. No one cares. Their own families don't care about them, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. During this time, as they're walking through the waste, they're being watched. Um, they do come across a mammal that's been trapped and chameleon, which is spelled K-A-M-E-E-L-I-A-N. Like, yeah. totally, he is totally <laughs> an early 2000s hip-hop guy, like, with with a name like that, 100%. Right. Yeah, it sounds like it. Him and Ludacris, they came up together, and he just didn't get the, the record deal, and now they're brutal there, there, there enemies. Is a, there is a rapper. Called Chameleon Air. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know that. Okay. I yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. Know if you're but it's not spelled that it. way. It's not. Uh. Um, Chameleon, like, points, uh, has to say what the animal is, of course, for those of us at home. I, I Half of the show's appeal, and maybe the line's appeal, is that they'll name, whether it's dinosaurs or other, like, these other prehistoric mammals, by their scientific names, which, as Travis, you and I both know, if you're a kid and you like dinosaurs, prehistoric things, you love to say the scientific names. Yeah. And just call them <laughs> these names and be able to pronounce them. So for them to point it out and say, that's a blah, 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 yeah, yeah, you turn into that kid from Jerry Maguire where, yeah. where you're telling how, how much a human head weighs and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's just everyone <laughs> like at home, like, I know that one. And then they do it and everyone's happy. <laughs> well, that's kind of what they do. But they're being, the thing is that mammal that they set free, which was a diplodocus, I think, or something like that. Sounds good. I'll roll with you on that. Sure. It, uh, they free it. I don't know why they don't also enslave it. I mean, they're in the business of enslaving these animals, but they were free it. And then someone had set that trap for that animal. And that somebody is waiting in the wings watching these strangers. This is a Cro-Magnon mm-hmm. man from a Cro-Magnon tribe. And these guys are our main bad guys for the show. <laughs> They don't quite stand up to Krulos and the Rulons for um, being interesting, I would say. Not even a little bit. This is this is the issue. They're, the dino riders mm-hmm. who are stuck in the past yeah. are stuck fighting cavemen who have no technology, <laughs> who have nothing but clubs and, and screaming mm-hmm. for 22 minutes. No common sense. It's, no, 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 no. So basically, you get none of the things that you're promised on the show, almost. You, you get the tiniest sliver that mm-hmm. they'll give you a morsel of it. Grom is the name of the head caveman, and I've I've used the term a lot on this show, I realize now, caveman speak. Usually, we're talking about caveman speak like when someone's hurt or when they're doing something and they're really tired. It yeah. takes a lot out of them. They're, they're winded, and they're saying, can't do this fast enough, and they just skip all the, the connector words. That's caveman speak. And here's what it sounds like. Strangers hunting Groms! What? On Grom's land? Grom defeats all! Grom crush strangers! Ah! Mammoths crush strangers! <laughs> strangers, Zars camp! Grom punish! This time, Grom destroy! Grom too good in past! Hey, remember when I used the words of and the on our opening part? Yeah. <laughs> Completely didn't, yeah. didn't stick to the script at all. <laughs> Horrible. So, Grom, I love in the last part of that clip, he's saying like an, a like a classic abuser. Yeah. In the past, I've been too nice. Now I'm just going to straight up murder you. You've made me do this. He's These cavemen 
have modern brains. They just are missing. Like they're, they're like a, in your spell check in your computer. <laughs> if you just deleted the words of the a anything like that and yeah. deleted them out of his brain. That's what he he speaks normal basically. <laughs> he, all he's saying is a normal sentence just and he's his reasoning is great. These and okay, here's the thing. He's Cro-Magnon and we're also going to meet Neanderthals and uh, they're a separate tribe and they're friendly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and look like a uh, biblical character. Oh yeah, 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 they do not look like cavemen. <laughs> not at yeah, all. yeah, they definitely yeah, way too advanced for that. Mm-hmm. But they're they're just too advanced for their reasoning and their I don't I mean, the fact that they're talking at all I think is ridiculous, but let's just we can, we'll have to skip over that or else we would just have blah, 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 yeah, the whole time. Good. I mean, even that is too much for a chromat is the thing. <laughs> It seems like they give them these relatively, they just give them normal bad guy lines and then just remove letters and words from it, from the script. It's basically alphabet soup situation. But Grom, I don't know why he doesn't want these people here. I, I guess it's just, you know, the tribalist thing of different, not good, yeah. get out of here. And apparently he's kind of ruling over everybody anyway. They, like, a, like a Rulon. He is. Well, they do make reference later. They're like, who's Grom? And then they explain that he does this. And he goes, we've got someone like that where we're from 65 <laughs> million years scarier, in the past. Though. He's like, yeah. He's like a monster frogman <laughs> from space. Oh, you don't understand space. Yeah, he shoots okay. lasers, not, yeah, not bad grammar. He doesn't just run at people yeah. with cl- clubs in his hands, <laughs> like a bunch of, good lord. <laughs> Let's take this dump, as our friend on, in the Rambo cartoon said. So, well, I, I tried to find something uh, entertaining out of this cartoon. And while they're walking around from scene to scene, yeah. I, I noticed, like, they're they're walking into, uh, there's some patches of green floating around. You know, they walk through, like, wooded area. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, so are they at the end of an Ice Age or what, you know, what's going on? Because it, it looked like the Ice Age was fading out. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It wasn't completely iced out. So, apparently, there have been at least five... Ice ages mm. in the uh, in the in the whole world's history. Um, the last one was. You want to make a guess on when the last one was, good sir? Uh, I'd say uh, the last time I forgot to mow the lawn with Ooh, my wife. Oh, yeah. it was an ice age for a whole what, weekend. What, what is this? What am I, uh, you're what trying to fly. You're yeah, a baby bird. You're shaking up the dirty <laughs> badness of that joke. Um, I I don't know. It's uh, fifty million years ago. I don't really know. 10,000 years ago. What? Yeah. And during this time, uh, or actually an ice age, um, temperature is usually about 12 degrees Fahrenheit, colder than it is today. And that was enough to keep uh, the snow from melting, even in the summers. It's definitely colder than it is today. It was like yeah. 100 <laughs> degrees out today. <laughs> Absolutely colder. A little it, bit. It was not the ice age bit. out there today. Yeah, not for at sure. all, man. Not at all. I agree. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. I think I've heard about the multiple Ice Ages before. Um, and there were at least three of those movies, right? What? Three of the Ice Age movies? Seven. No. Yeah. Seriously? True story. Yeah, look that up. Seven. Like it, seven okay, of them. some of those have to be direct to video. Oh, uh, I don't think so. It's it's a pretty big franchise. No, so way. I would say. No. Oh, way. Magusta seven. Way. Seven. <laughs> way. You just. <laughs> no way. I like it. Our <laughs> <laughs> Dino Riders keep. Rolling around, just they're really just walking. I don't, they have no like goal in mind, seemingly. They're except, to, I mean, obviously, they would want to find someone or something that they can 
do anything with, but they never, I don't feel like they ever just say like, well, let's head that way because that's blah. And then we're going to look for this. They just start wandering. They're just stumbling through the whole show. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every, everybody on their at, show. At one part was, when I, when I watched it for the second, uh, three quarters of a time, yes, I was just texting. I would think I was sending you a text or something. Yeah. And I looked up and I was like, what am I even on right now? I know, what, what, what am I missing? I don't know what the hell I'm even watching. It's, just, I wish I could just. Leave There's right now. long stretches of non-events happen. <laughs> um, well, they happen like they yeah they end up in the woods right. and they happen upon like a giant boar or two two mammals that I they're just like giant versions of actual animals. I, it was it was the mammoths, wasn't it? There are mammoths later, but no, these okay. were two different ones. Um, they're fighting out in the forest. Okay. And so they just happened upon this natural event. I must have, not, I must have nodded out. <laughs> I don't blame you. I can't blame. If you forgot this entire thing happened, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. And I wish I could could forget it. Mm-hmm. So they happened upon these animals and they stopped them from fighting. And then they just, tre- it's like the whole world to them is just their pet smart. Like they can just walk around. Hey, that looks good. I'll take three of those. And then they just get them and start riding them. I feel like they're very entitled, the dino riders. Like they just decide it's okay. Cause also they're running around in our timeline in our past fucking things up. God only knows the butterfly effect. effect. Exactly. Saying, what, yeah. is, what is different now? What was our world like before they got here? I yeah. want to know what would have been better in my life. <laughs> had Questar and crew not crash land here and just started mucking around. Yeah. Man, I'm not pleased about it. But yeah, they just seem like very haphazard with the way that they treat the wildlife. It's just like, oh yeah, I'll take that, no problem. And again, they're not like coaxing them into a uh, friendly like pet and master or pet and owner relationship. It's, it is a life of servitude Oof. if you work for the dino riders. Just keep that in mind before you sign the contract, please. <laughs> please. And as they observe this, Chameleon, our resident smarty pants. Know it all. He starts to talk about what he sees, and this is what he says about it. Interesting creatures. Well, Chameleon? Oh, a giant ground sloth and a killer warthog. The giant ground sloth, or megatherium, is a herbivore, subsisting on... All right, all right. right. (laughs) No matter... (laughs) In the future, <laughs> in the past, whether you're alien, human, it doesn't matter. Nobody likes an egghead. Oof. Nobody likes an egghead. It's a tough reality. Yeah, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And he he's learning it. And Astra does have just the most Freddie Mercuryist mustache going on. He does. You're right. Yeah, it's jet black. <laughs> like he has waxed that thing down. You know what? He's probably going gray, is oh, what it is. Man. You know, when you see someone who and you know, I mean, I'm I'm sur- I'm been had gray hairs since I was I'm in not third been grade. Had I've been having gray hairs mm-hmm. since I was in third grade or so. But what? Yeah, just little. I mean, I've got more now, but I've they've been popping up since then. Wowzers. I saw a ghost at the time. I saw yeah. I watched a lot of Ghostbusters. I the slime scared me so it. badly. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, but he looks like one of those, you know, so a, a man who is clearly of the age where his hair should not be perfectly like the color of a matte black, you know, car. It always looks awkward when yeah. you see those people. And they're just so, it's colored so straight. You're just like, oh, yeah. sir, please. Yeah. I can't stop staring now. Uh-huh. That's what he looks like. Yeah. He's like a, true. like a, what, Just for Men commercial or whatever. Right. Yeah. It, well, even the Just for Men takes, you know. It looks way better than yeah, that. Yeah, it looks way better because yeah. it doesn't, doesn't die all of them. So yeah, it's a giant sloth. Ground sloth. A ground, yeah, not an air sloth, not an ocean sloth. <laughs> well, that, that it's important to remember for yeah. later on. And the dino riders again are being watched, this time 
also by a caveman. Ooh. Cavemen are, are sneaky. You can't trust them. <laughs> no. They're slinking around in the bushes. I, I can't imagine they would be good at, at, at espionage at all. But not, no, not So at far, all. they've done pretty good. Um, this is a nice little caveman, though. He's a youngin. Oh, he is, isn't he? And his name is Cub. Mm, yes, it is. And uh, like most cavemen, he talks funny. <laughs> I bring friends. Who are these men? Magicians. <laughs> Your friend, Glide, how is he? We're just hoping for the best, Cub. I know what it is to lose one near to you. Father die when Grom drive us from hunting grounds. I'm sorry to hear that. Grom drive all tribes away. But you're still here. Trust in magic of stars. What? What? So what happens is... They do use the word in and us, though. I wonder they, if that was up for debate. Look, the syntax here is all over the place, and it's never up to snuff, for sure. Grom, I guess Grom or one of his people, they light a field fire that causes a bunch of woolly mammoths to stampede the dino riders. Again, just they're just... Uh, Jingoists, I guess, they're or, or, or xenophobes, like they just don't like these new people. One of the mammoths, man, or however many of them, managed to stampede Glide, who is our guy who likes to glide, and he has been knocked out cold. And that Ooh, is when Cub yep. comes to his aid. He, <laughs> that's when they get brought to the village. And the first thing that Cub tells his elder about them is he thinks that they're magicians. They're they're Neanderthals. They don't have a concept of magic, right. magicians. I, th- it's so weird. They seem to have an entire mythology yeah, about if, star if anything, magic. If anything, yeah, if anything, go go with star god. Yeah, you know? or just star, star monster. Or so I mean, they they seem to he, like David Blaine, <laughs> right. David Copperfield. The, when he just says, "Who are these people?" Magicians, like with pretty pretty confidently, like yeah, I think these guys are magicians. I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> So weird. And then he has a conversation with Astra, Cub does, like at night, like they're bearing, there's just a couple of bros, you know, getting vulnerable with each other about ways that they've been disappointed in life and had to deal with loss. And they're having a fully relatable conversation, an alien from the far, far future and a prehistoric (laughs) Neanderthal are relating emotionally. And the only thing that's missing are connector words. That's it. I mean, like, how can you have this conversation, have him be smart enough to do that and speak the language and just talk like that's his only it's it's borderline racist towards cavemen i mean like that they all would talk like that now glide is being taken care of by the caveman tribe woman woman the cave woman i got something to say about her in a minute (laughs) she's taking care of glide he's got a fever they don't know if he's gonna make it etc etc and they're preparing for a battle with grom's people grom is not a good man they've explained this he has hairy arms and he's evil he he looks like Robin Williams. He has Robin yeah, Williams. You're absolutely arms. right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He because he doesn't really look that in subhuman. Yeah, yeah, in a meth trucker uh tea. tea. Oh man, his teeth are awful. Oh, it's the yeah, worst. yeah. They're really, really bad. Yeah, like Cub looks kind of like a dude. Like he looks like a like a peasant, like, like a like medieval a, peasant. Yeah, like a young David Hasselhoff. Yeah. With flowy hair. Yeah. yeah. Heather Locklear hair from the 80s. <laughs> if you took these two uh, people yeah, well, just and ma- just just to mash them together. Just do a trade-off, that. yeah. Right. And they're wearing like, you know, like leather. I don't know, like tunics and stuff like that. Like very, pretty good clothing. Probably better than what I'm wearing right now. You look great. I I do look great. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite shirt that shows off all the sweat stains. (laughs) The Dino Riders, because of everything that's going on, they agree to help the caveman uh, against Grom. 
he's his people are coming. And so Astra and the others are going to teach them how to make shields and how to fight tactically, like to stand in a row and only right. do this and that. Again, you could not teach Neanderthals to do this. They they are dumb animal people. They, they and for one thing, the shields are made out of stretched leather. They're made out of stretched leather. Now that will do some some decent stuff. Like if you you like hit that with a a rock, uh, a rock, it's gonna bounce off. They do throw spears at them, and those bounce off. Yeah. Probably should no, not. No, no, no. I don't think so. No, but like all of this stuff should be blowing their damn minds. <laughs> and if you're going to introduce these things into our history that early on, yeah. that will fuck it. That's throwing a wrench into the <laughs> into the machine big time. Like if you, if I brought a laser gun back to you know 1800 and just dropped it, I'm like, hey guys, go ahead and use this when you can. We would be ruled by Hitler now or something, Oof, you know, just something yeah. would have gone wrong. Hitler four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'd be on our fourth Hitler by now yeah. if you did that. And so, man, I just can't. I would like to see the modern world that the Dino writers accidentally created. I'm sure it's all it's basically it's probably like the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's just like ruled over by dinosaur evolved yeah. people. Yeah. And they spend a lot of time on this. I mean, relative to like the fact relative to the amount of dino riding that goes on in dinosaur no, just, battles. Just no dino riding. There's nothing and they spend i swear there's this shot 30 seconds of them riding in the moonlight where we see a still background there's a moon one person on an animal passes through but uh -huh. the animation is just as simple as can be then another person does one at a time like three or four of them just go past the camera for no reason it's not uh, the passage of time is not important here it's a children's cartoon show like get the shit out there get it done and they don't, don't yeah don't don't bore me yeah don't They're bore me with the slow it. stuff well like in a movie this could be atmospheric this is anything. There is no atmosphere. There is no subtext. There is no anything subtle about any of this. This is as subtle as a, as a caveman's club to the face. Like all of this shit, they should be ashamed. They, they of themselves. should have just shown Astra uh, like getting ready in the morning, like like fixing his mustache right. for like five minutes. Right, that's the whole thing. Very granular yeah. coverage. Yeah, most of the episode is. Prehistoric melee combat between cavemen tribes. Like, we're still not seeing much, even the dino riders that are present doing anything. And also, like, prehistoric caveman politics are at, like the issue of like who gets what land and who gets to be where. Grom apparently just rules over all. I don't understand how he has more power than anyone else. Like, I, there's not there's not an arms race who has a bigger club. That's basically, and who's willing to murder more. Who maybe. has the worst teeth. Well, he wins it, I yeah, think. Yeah. Everyone else seems to be okay. Mm -hmm. None of these cavemen have hairy chests, by the way. Did you notice that? Yes, of course. That's weird. Like, they hurry arms for some. Uh -huh. For the Cro-Magnons, which I believe they call the Cro-Magnons at some point, which makes them sound like Rulons. I think he got it mixed up. Yeah. They don't, they have hairy arms, but the, like, Cub and his people just look like people. Oh, they're great Just with looking. long hair. Yeah, yeah. they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful uh, olive skin, just wonderful. Um, but the Cro-Magnons... Also, like, they are hairy on the arms, long, like, their hair is all gangly and everything, but their chests, bare. Mm. Bare's the day they were born. Can't do it. That really sells me on a man, you know? On any man. It's talking about David Hasselhoff. Oh, shit, Travis is giving me a rare <laughs> taste over here. Drink deep while you can. You already know what time it is. Chest hair time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, finally, at the end of the battle, the Dino Riders those that are there, they just pop up out of nowhere with their Triceratops and their Sabertooth Tiger and these other things. And I'm about to play uh, like a collection of clips of funny things that get said, but they say something that is not at all a catchphrase or anything, but it is said so much like they want it to be. So badly do they want to have one-liners that exist. But I don't understand why they didn't just do that in the first place. They have 
mind-controlled animals with lasers and missiles. Why are they doing anything but just killing the other cavemen? Why are they trying to teach these cavemen things? Don't don't teach the men to fish. Just give them the fish this time. Don't don't take that lesson. Give them the fish. <laughs> Feed you play, them. You play hardball over there, Will. I do. Well, here's the thing. You're already messing up the history by teaching yeah. them. And I just don't it just seems like this is just a bunch of dudes on the ground with no tactical anything. Just shoot them with missiles. You have missiles. <laughs> you don't need to send an army of cavemen to go half of them die. Time was going to take its its road. You're the one that's messing everything up. Diner Rider. You're Mr. coming Diner here and just lighting a cigarette up right in front of him. Yeah, and just throwing it on the ground. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Just when you think you're the biggest, baddest guy around. <laughs> Along comes somebody a whole lot bigger and badder. Glide, you're up. How do you feel? Well, a broken arm, a few cracked ribs. I've been worse. But thanks to Maya, I think I'll pull through. Now we must return to our own time and our own battle. I come with you? Well, <laughs> let's yeah. bring them. Let's bring yeah. them. Yeah. Come on. All right. Come, yeah. on. come, on. come on. What a guy. What a guy that cub is. They're like, hey, it doesn't matter if you don't feel better. It, this show is over now. Yeah. This is never coming back. Like, we don't have to even wrap you, up. You, you could have actually died. Um, it would have been fine, fun. dude. Mm -hmm. You could have just acted like you died yeah. and not said anything. <laughs> Okay, let's go reverse order here. Okay. Cub wants to join the Dino Riders 65 million years in the past. Yes. He's a caveman. <laughs> he's, he's a Neanderthal. <laughs> um, his dad approves of it, by the way, or whoever his, his chief or elder is or whatever. But their <laughs> reaction, yeah, their reaction is basically, we just found a puppy on the street. Can we keep him? They were this close to saying, oh, yeah, can we keep him? Can we? Yeah. Why do they want to bring him along? He's of no use. Right. He didn't do anything I in mean, battle. They're, they're amp still pretty much will work on him. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's just now. Yeah, see, this is where they would have gone into slavery had the show just continued. It would have turned into Neanderthal slavery. I don't. Why bring him? He doesn't matter. He's just a caveman. He's not helpful. He didn't do anything here. He's not helpful. You're right. Stupid. He is just another animal to them. The when Glide talks about how he got better, and I guess Maya is that the woman's name? The cave woman's name? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. The way he says it see, has such a wink to it. It's like he's saying, I think I'll make a full recovery thanks to Maya's cavewoman sex magic she used on me. <laughs> like, it really is like he is, He's. I think he, maybe he's like hanging on her shoulder at the time. And it's just, it really just seems like that. <laughs> sex magic. Yeah, her, her cavewoman sex magic that she worked on. It just seems like that's what they're implying is like, because basically they're acting like she's a medicine woman of some kind. Again, they're not Native Americans in the 1400s. They're fucking cavemen. Yeah. This is millions of years ago. None of they don't have any of the the reasoning capabilities that they're giving to them in this. For her to be looking over him and talking about how his fever is going to actually heal him and all that, it's so dumb, man. But that seems to be the implication I took from it because she's a she's a fine looking young and that's lady, what ended the show right there was the cave sex man. Yes, yes. I I mean I'm willing to check out a book on it if someone wants to send me one. You know. Dave Spastoon cast. <laughs> Email it to us. <laughs> Email whatever. me a, a, a document. PDF. Okay, that first thing that he said, I guess no matter how big and bad you think you are, someone's always going to come along and be bigger and badder. I mean, the clunkiest of sentences <laughs> said with such, like, you know, teenage glee, I think the writers just, and this is true of a lot of cartoons we watch, the writers, I think, just think, 
if somebody says something with enough attitude and gusto, it'll sound like it's a saying that actually exists, but it's not. And it didn't. It just sounded like a bunch of idiots saying things for no reason. Yeah, no one caught on. No, that's that's not a that's not a catchy thing to say. Yeah. It's not a good thing to say. It's they shouldn't have said it. Don't do it. <laughs> So finally, they're going back to the future here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> finally, we're going to get out of this fucking show here in a minute. <laughs> we took this dump. Yeah. But Astra has a plan, a, a really good plan. The way he talks about it, he seems to think the world of it. Astra says, okay, we're in the exact spot again where we left off. We're going to, where when we time traveled. So we're going to go back to 65 million years ago and join the battle again with, I don't know, a saber-toothed tiger, these mammals that we found, and a caveman. Suddenly, that's going to give them the upper hand. Oh, no, wait. Here's a really good idea. Let's not respawn right here in the middle of the battle where we were. Let's respawn over there, and we'll surprise them by appearing on the other side of the battlefield. And he says all of that like this is just the the most genius <laughs> tactical move since, <laughs> since George S. Patton was, was running things. I mean, I don't, again... The fact that they didn't travel into the past is is just ridiculous. This is not a plan. This is like a thing that you should have just done in the first place. Mm-hmm. It should have been your first thing you did. It's just like, okay, we're here. I don't know how we got in the Ice Age. We got to get back there and do this thing. But that's what they do. They travel back and Krulos just yells like how they're cowards for leaving. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to escape you. Like, yeah, right. they're not cowards yeah. for not wanting to be killed. <laughs> but they appear over just like they did with the cavemen. It's almost like a reused animation situation. They appear over this, you know, uh, escarpment in the distance. And I don't understand why this gives them an upper hand. All they've added to the battle is we're over here now. Surprise. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe they're so you can scare Rulons off just by surprising them. But also now we have a saber toothed tiger and a tree or a land sloth, sorry, and whatever the hell the other thing was. Those things are not any better than dinosaurs. No, not at In all. In fact, I would say a dinosaur would destroy those things. Yes. Yeah. A, a T Rex versus a saber toothed tiger, that's no contest. Mm-mm. No, sir. No. If no, they were no. in court, the Saber Tooth Tiger would be in jail. And by jail, I mean the T-Rex's tum-tum. Ooh, yeah. burn. So, I mean, this is only, again, the only logic for it is, but we're releasing an Ice Age toy <laughs> line, so we need them to use them, please. We Thank have you. the molds. We made them already. Yeah, they're probably left over from another dinosaur line they had. So You watch your mouth. <laughs> so that's how they solve the problem. Krulos and everyone just runs away and... It's over. Like, it's over. Questar and them are meeting Cub for the first time because they're like, oh, man, these these animals are here. They're amazing. Because, again, it's basically them saying the toys are great. And who's your caveman friend is probably what I would be saying. Or who the hell is this yeah. ape man? <laughs> but the way they act at the end of it is like the Rulons are going to be back. This is all going to go forever. Well, they're still in their line of sight, probably. They're, yeah. just, they're just on their porch. Like, Another case of them, them not even. <laughs> well, yeah, they do basically live on the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, again, the only civilized beings in the planet, unless we miss something along the way and they introduce some other, like, yeah, I don't know, inner earth dwellers or something like that, or smart dinosaurs. Some some row bears. Might pop oh, up. man, if they did, that would be worth going. <laughs> if they had robotic bears on this show, I would go back and watch that episode right now over this one. Yeah. But they're just asking. I'm sure the writers were just told to do this, but they see like hope springs eternal for the cartoon writers on Dino Riders, <laughs> the Dino cartoon writers, because they seem to be thinking that they're coming back for some more action. Oh, and they were ready. They 
were not ready for because it did not happen. Uh, this last little wrap up um, is just going to illustrate this little wrap up clip is going to illustrate their reaction to both the new additions to the toy line, I guess, yep. basically, and the reactions to Cub. Their new pet. Their pet man. These are wonderful animals, Astra. <laughs> I know there must be quite a story behind this. Yes, indeed. Quest, I want you to meet a buddy of mine, <laughs> Cub. He's come a long way to join up with us. I be Dino Rider 2. Welcome aboard, Cub. <laughs> <laughs> and this laughing goes on forever. Yeah, it's looped, I it, think. It's way too long. It's creepily long. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want y'all to meet a friend of mine. This is a fellow named Cub. Okay. This, I just imagined if this had real, like uh, somehow this really happened. I uh-huh. got Oh, Lord. no, this is all. This, this is, is a documentary. Yeah, yeah a, this yeah. is just, or, or a docudrama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that guy, whoever he was, <laughs> comes up to Questar and says, hey, I want you to meet a friend of mine. Real good friend. He helped me through a thick, thick time. Okay. This is my buddy, my pal, Cub. And then Cub just goes, me, Cub, happy to join you. Like, just speaking like an idiot. And Cub, you know, Questar is like, I'm so pleased to meet you. How it really would play out is like, just silence for a second. And then, yeah, Cub, real real glad to have you on. (laughs) Hey, can I talk to you over here for a minute, other guy? And then just like, are you serious with this guy right now? (laughs) He he what offers he no, he offers nothing he, to us. He is just a child in in an ape man body. What are you doing here? Yeah. What do you think? What were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? Bringing him here? Yeah, we're gonna have to feed him now. Yeah, like this. I mean, you like why would you hire this person? We're at a disadvantage now. So thanks. Absolutely. Appreciate that. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> do you know what I'm gonna have to do? I'm gonna have to take him out and shoot him in back now. <laughs> like it's like we can't keep him around. We don't have the. the Maybe that's uh, why the show ended. It's probably so. Maybe. It, didn't, it was all a dream in Cub's head. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cub's dream is to join the Dino Riders, and he does. Mm. Um, the, when he says, these are wonderful animals, I'm sure there's a story behind it. They, are they wonderful animals really? <laughs> Again, like the dinosaurs are more impressive than any of these things. Yeah. Mammals are a dime a dozen where I come from. Oh, I got yeah. 12 cats. Yeah. <laughs> For ten cents today, yeah. Seriously, just the dinosaurs are way better, way way more impressive. They're gigantic uh, I'm, I'm lizards. With you, I'm with you. I need you to. Hey, one more this. little bit. So we, I don't know when when the commandos popped up in this whole scene, but I do have a little bit of knowledge on Astra. Okay. Uh, apparently, he was formerly a teacher at the Valorian University, and once uh, I guess Questar was a student. So I got that for you. I don't. I don't know how how they still popped up on that planet, though. I don't have that for you. That's so stupid. I can't. Yeah. I can't believe what you're telling me. <laughs> the Valorian. Why the Valorian University? So they're just taking <laughs> words, phrases, things that exist here, and just like filing off or scraping through the part that's Earth and just writing Valorian over it. That's so stupid. Just make them Earthlings. Come yeah. on. Don't shoot the messenger, buddy. Well, this is this is where it should end, like I said. Not only because the quality is as low as it could ever get, but also because the step is all they apparently needed to escape the planet. So now they can leave, and frankly, it would be... They should take the Rulons with them, I guess, as their prisoners, because otherwise they're just leaving us, present-day humanity, to deal with the ramifications of leaving alien animal men here on our planet. Like they're just leaving their trash in our 65 million year old, whatever, you know, prehistory. 
They've done enough damage to our timeline at this point. <laughs> Guys, just take it and go home. Take your shit and go home. You're the reason we have headaches now and, and traffic <laughs> yeah. jams, so thanks. Appreciate that. None of that would exist. We didn't have death before you got yeah, here. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the Dino Riders in the Ice Age. Guys, don't, did don't watch we this did cartoon. It. Don't watch this cartoon for more... I guess maybe go look at a clip for a second just to see see a few things we're talking about. But good lord, I mean we're coming back four times, but that's it though. That is <laughs> that's it. All After I'm that, we're for. done, man. I'm I'm so glad to have um, passed this dump <laughs> like a, like a kidney stone. It's like <laughs> it we, really we, we hurt. It, it hurt to come out. Um, the only thing I have to say about the cast, oh, star studded voice cast. It is star studded. Really. Yeah, I'm just gonna point out a few. Uh, we had three of the four Ninja Turtles. We had Cam Clark, who played Leonardo. We had Rob Paulson, who played Raphael. And we had Townsend Coleman, who played Michelangelo. All the bros, but one bro. In one go. <laughs> A bro go. Peter Cullen, who was the one who said, I need you made a friend of mine, who plays Optimus Prime. We had... Dan Gilvezen, all of these guys have appeared on our show at yeah, some point, and yeah. uh, many times usually, who played Spider-Man in the 1981 animated series and also Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. He also played Bumblebee on Transformers. And of course, what Days Past Tooncast cast section would be complete without Frank, Frank the Tank Welker. Welker. He's here. <laughs> All over it. He's, he, he was on our last podcast. He's a few guys in this. He's yeah. a Glide. Mm -hmm. He is Krulos. He's the Snake Man. He's just, he's everywhere. And that's the cast. I just wanted to point out how, I mean, why, how did they end up with so many actors when he, like all filmation can afford is three actors per show in their janitor. In their janitor. And their janitor in Lou. And just trying a new voice out. Yeah. And then on this, they had like 12 different voices and all of them are well-known, great. I mean, maybe they weren't the big name. I don't really know how that worked then. Like, cause this is all contemporary yeah. of the work that they're now known for. But like, these are all the biggest names from that time. They're all here. Hey man, maybe, maybe Tyco just came off with that, with that money, you know? They just had that sweet Tyco <laughs> cash. That sweet Tyco cash. Dipping in that Tyco kitty. Yeah. Well, speaking of dipping into the kitty. Oh, what? Travis, I'm ready to dip into that toy kitty. That oh, okay. You keep. Oh, uh, hold on. What? Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. Still grooving. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into this, little little buddy. Let's get right in. Let's it. do it. First off on uh, on eBay over here, buddy, we got a giant ground sloth. That's picture number one on your your, uh, your little diagram I, I sent you over there. That you uh, had faxed to me. <laughs> yeah. The facsimile you're looking okay, at. Number one of four. Yep. Number one. Uh, it is a giant ground sloth. That with, is a giant ground with sloth. With Ulk, the Neanderthal caveman, and uh, full battle accessories made in 1990. This is a Tyco toy. Uh, boxes unopened and factory sealed on both sides. Wear and tear on corners. And just to let you know, the ice saddle that you see in that picture, uh -huh. uh, that goes for $30 itself right now. Since this season ended on on the Ice Age, yeah. all the Ice Age toys, are they're pretty valuable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that killed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always is. Yeah. Um, for starters, I don't know who the hell Ulk is, uh, but they should go back to the drawing board on that name. Yeah, right. Like, just... <laughs> 
It's like something you like if you pun- get punched in the stomach. It's a noise you would make at that point. Oh. He was he was probably set to appear on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, and then they found out. Oh wait, that's never happening. That never was going to happen. Oops. They probably knew, and the right they just didn't tell the writers until like the next day. It's just boarded up. It says no more cartoon. Yeah. Okay, so uh, giant ground sloth. Yes, um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. These uh-huh. these toys do not. This doesn't look like it could have been made in 1990. It looks like a 1982 cartoon and toy to me. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little box yeah. though. No, man. it's this cool. Looks really it's, cool. It is cool. It just definitely doesn't look 1990s to me. Uh, <laughs> Any guess, good sir, on this price point? What um, are you thinking? I'm going to say $115. Ooh, Will. Yeah. It's not $115. You can get one of these giant ground sloths for $199. Well, I didn't lose. You didn't. We're still going to be able to podcast. That's right. All right, next man. Uh, image number two is going to be a saber. This the, the saber tooth tiger yes. with Cub, the Crow Magnon caveman, uh, also a nineteen ninety uh, Tyco toy. What, he, what am I holding on? In this, no, not it's not your fault. Oh, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. But what you got? Did you work at Tyco at that time? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, then it's definitely your fault. <laughs> oh man. Um, he okay. This one. This doesn't look like Cub at all. We'll get it, we'll get into a little more okay. of that too. He's buddy. wearing just a loincloth. He looks like a half a man. Yeah. Like this is not like Cub was like a beautiful, gorgeous ape man. You right. Know? Well, what what I'm thinking is, uh, yeah, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> that's your my thoughts that's exactly. It. Great I was minds. Gonna get into some more, but great but, minds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this uh, this has Cub, the, the saber tooth tiger, and th- listen, this one this one was stored in a temp controlled warehouse. Good lord. Um, it has one crease on it, and seller <laughs> this seller believes in his product. Will damn it, um, but he will not accept any returns. Sorry. <laughs> Just saying. Got it. He does believe in it. Got it. Well, that'll affect my guess then. Right. Okay. What um, you got, buddy? The Sabretooth Tiger with Cub. Yeah. Gonna. I'm going to guess. That, oh, wait. There's a little price tag on it, but I can't read it. Not that that was going to be at the right price. No. no that, that one's going to say like eight bucks. Can you yeah. read it? No. Not really. Um, I'm going to say that let's make this one $150. Oh. No, no, no. no. You know what? Uh, 175 175 Yeah. Well, you're getting closer, buddy. Yeah. You can get this for $225. Okay. Good sir. Closing in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Closing mm-hmm. in. I'm going to catch you, <laughs> Dino Riders. Yeah. Oh, God. Who would buy this next one? What a fucking waste. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm just, I'm tired of this shit. You no, know, I hear you, man. So this next one. Oh, um, who are these people? <laughs> listen, here's the deal. So this one, this one's description, is it, it says a very rare double pack. Ice Age Caveman with Ankh. And Evil Rulon Buzz. Um, this package is completely in disarray. It looks like it's been destroyed by water and then dried out and then repeated. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did that with some books but, on accident. But, but somehow still intact. It's it, The package is still intact hey, I bet those figures are fine in there. I mean, yeah. they're protected under their... Okay. These guys, they just look like mounds of green and brown shit, yeah. basically, in some clothing. Um, I'm guessing, I guess on the show, they wanted to eventually have the bad cavemen and the the Rulons team up or oh, something. Oh, listen, they, they, I mean, they probably have they probably had big, big dreams well, for you know, this whole thing. You know? Buzz, I can't tell what, what animal he's supposed to be. And Ankh looks like Moss Man, <laughs> like, like without he, the steroids. Well, well um, Ankh looks like, he looks like all the other cavemen but just green yeah yeah like why is it green <laughs> so none of the cavemen were green this is awful horrible and why would you buy if you don't have a, a riding dinosaur 
with these, they're they're pointless. Yeah, they no, these are shitty action figures. <laughs> they're just there to fit uh, to make sure that your dinosaurs aren't it's, unmanned. It's pretty horrible. Did you know that Google's coming out with uh, driverless dinosaurs? <laughs> you had me. I was like, huh, what? <laughs> Yeah, you gave me such respect with the way that you were going to listen to me. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I... What do you got on that? You guess? said it's very rare, though. That's a description, but, you know, I don't I, trust I, this I could, man. I could sell my lint and, you know, and be it like, oh, it's very rare. Well, I guess I guess in that case it would be, but. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. No, sir. $119 Whoa. is what they're asking for. Damn. I wouldn't pay it because it looks like it uh, is messed soon, up. As soon as you get that package, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> like as soon as you, you look, get that. <laughs> Guys at home, y'all don't understand what Travis is doing over here right well, now. Well, you got me in a dungeon, man. So I got, I got my, I'm old, not, I'm, I got my old man light. I'm not. It is just funny to me because you've got what looks like an angler fish light, a reader's light, <laughs> but then the way that you were having to move it and then the papers, it's like that. It's like when Bruce Willis and Die Hard lights the lighter in the air, <laughs> the air conditioning vent. Yeah. It looked like that. It like, just looked like you were having to like oh. get, get, get the thing out of my way. Like, like you mean like when Die Hard in Die Hard when Die Hard in, the star of Die Hard the star of Die the star character of Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh man! All right. Uh, so number four, good sir. If you want to scroll to that, <laughs> I would. I would have assumed that you took this picture <laughs> for my sake. This is just a Grom caveman action figure. This is Grom. That's Grom. This is just the same figure from before, right? A green. Yeah, if, and, and, man. If, and if you scroll to uh, the second or the third, fourth, this, <laughs> this gets confusing. Yeah. But the one where he's riding the woolly mammoth, it originally came with that. And that was the big selling point. But um, I couldn't find any of those for sale. I, I only found a picture of it on Pinterest, which Pinterest is really good about. Yeah. You can find a picture of any toy you want, um, but I can never find the link to yeah. how much it's going to cost. Yeah. Well, Pinterest isn't a platform for selling things. Right. I yeah. know, but... It, <laughs> Jackass. Um, so in this first picture, <laughs> he's just face down on the ground, like after he, like you're finding him after a night on the town. <laughs> right. He had a few too many. Um, why is the caveman writing a woolly mammoth with all of the dino rider stuff on it? Is my question now that I'm thinking about it. They shouldn't be writing, they don't have technology. They're cavemen. Hey, man. They should just write them straight up. Okay. Uh, you, can't, you can't mess with the title. So what am I? Am I bidding on the the figure and no, the woolly no, mammoth? No, no, like I said, you could. Um, I could not find a price okay. point for the woolly mammoth and okay, the Grom. Okay. Just only the Grom. And Grom guys, does look like he's been he's been in the sun for his whole life. Guys, this Grom <laughs> could not look less like what he does in the cartoon. Seriously, it's just a a. <laughs> it is just like a doughy dad bod and a loincloth colored. This puke green color. It's pretty bad. And he has like no facial definition. Grom in the in the cartoon has darker skin, like it's probably kind of brownish, and he has like long black hair. And it, oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah, we'll post uh, it later on. Five dollars. Yeah. Oh, five dollars. Yeah, that's that's being generous. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, man. I mean, I wouldn't pay that for it either. But it's twenty five dollars, good sir. I wouldn't wipe my ass with this action figure, <laughs> partly because it would probably hurt. Yeah. And uh, man, that pretty much. Com- completes our uh, toy corner and number five is just a picture of really like I took that th- is badass that, that was the toy that I had for Dino Riders and oh. I remember I remember as soon as I had it I lost every piece <laughs> there's a lot going on here so this is this looks like a brontosaurus yeah and he's got um some <laughs> okay the thing that stands out to me immediately is that he has 
like leg bracers Over. that have missiles on them too. <laughs> like he has like Wonder Woman bracelets yeah, that yeah. fire missiles. But then the thing on top looks like a whole command center. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, m- I remember having that that little that little bubble that they went inside. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool, man. It was, it was a really good toy. You should post these on Twitter so people can see uh, what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, for sure I will. Yeah. Well, that looks really cool, man. That That's a place that, that I definitely would have wanted to use. Uh-huh. And again, take away the dinosaur who gives a shit about these action figure little guys? They're like two two inches tall at most. Like, lost, I mean, like seriously, no I was probably I was probably seven. I lost him instantly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and guess what? It probably wasn't that big a loss. <laughs> you probably didn't care that much. Yeah, right, man. Well, thank you, Travis, you for, no problem, for delving uh, for the final time. I mean, I do it again. Let's make a pact that if we ever did come back to Dino, Dino Riders, it will not be until we've hit 100 episodes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's stay away from Dino Riders for now. There's plenty of other dino shows. Dino Saucers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell that's about. Sounds good to me, though. Let's yeah, get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up here over at uh, Days Past Tooncast Studios. Again, whoop, whoop. we did it. We we did what we said we would do. We talked about the last episode. We came. We saw. We got blown up. We fell up. asleep five times, but hey, yeah. we made it through it. And that's what counts. Yes. And um, I'll never have to watch a Dino Riders cartoon again. But maybe I will. But I probably won't. I hope not. Uh, if you guys would like to contact us here on the show, uh, you can follow us at DP Tooncast on Twitter. You can email us dptooncast at gmail.com and you can also visit us on Facebook and join in the conversation facebook.com forward slash dptooncast and I definitely and Travis and I definitely implore you to go check us out on YouTube we have a music video oh, man, up it's the best we did a mashup slash parody of the 1992 X-Men animated series theme song dun 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 that one and we did it with we crossed it yeah. with Baby, Baby Got, got Back. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> Double up. And uh, we wrote our own lyrics. We rapped over it. We rapped, uh, we rapped it, around above it. Above it, we rapped adjacent to it. <laughs> and it's on YouTube under the name X-Men Attack is the name of the song. Yeah. But if you search for Days Past Tooncast on YouTube, That'll pop up you will find the hell out of it yes, and enjoy will. the shit out of enjoy it. Enjoy the heaven out of it. Enjoy the heaven right back into it. Yeah. It's a it's a little slice of heaven here on Earth. Travis. Yes, Will. Tell us about the other product. The, the other podcast that you do. Yes, I do a podcast with Brandon and Catherine called Nature of the Beast. It's true crime with a twist. It's found everywhere that podcasts are found. Go check out all of our archived episodes. Um, it'll be a nice little, you know, little assortment of a podcast there. And yeah, enjoy it. Boom. Boom. Fart. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dino Riders, we bid you a not so fond farewell. Adieu. We'll see you in a year, good sir. <laughs> yeah. Because we're going to hit 100 then, right? Yeah. Actually, we'll hit 100 uh, probably by November of next year. I'll see you in November of no, next year. No, no, let's not do that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> don't make any promises. Okay. They're going to hear you, and then we'll have to do it. Don't, okay. don't okay. let Cub hear you. He'll tag along. Oof. Hey, caramba. Okay, well, until next time, yeah. I bid all of you a fond farewell and a tutor, my tutor. Goodbye, everyone. Tutor my duder.
Slap dad, slap dad, slap dad, slap dad, slap your dad, slap your dad, slap a dad, slap a dad. Been slapping dad since before you were born. Slap that dad. The new game show called Slap Your Dad. Slap that dad. Slap that dad. Slap that dad. Curtains open. Can I fly over there? Yeah, there's a small little. Do you want me to eat it or something? Nope, I don't know where he's at right now. Oh, okay. You don't I'm want me to eat it. I will note that in, in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> had a Charlie horse. My Ooh, left that's leg. The worst. Yeah, it was sudden, but it went away. I had one one time. Um, this is off off mic, of course. No, no this is going to be the lead story. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. I'm going to die. <laughs> Slap that. Dad.